Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. officially not halloween time it is officially not halloween time and i mean technically it is in life right like it's actually prime halloween time like it's coming up in a week exactly a week we record with a cushion so we uh i I should literally be recording with a cushion i just sit on the ground i kia's got a new chair i got a new chair it don't got no cushion though it's just a folding chair, but my old chair, you probably heard it a couple times, it was a wooden it may, folding made a guest chair. appearance in the podcast. Very creaky chair, and I was just getting really fed up with it, and so I had gone to Ikea last weekend with my mom, and they had like a $7 folding chair, and I was like, you know what? That's my new chair. I'm done with this creakiness. I'm done. And I've got a, like a butt pad that I can put on the chair. Did I remember to bring it in when I came in here? No. Of not. Am I going to go with it? Oh, and nah, I didn't say get. I said going to go edit. So that's where my brain is today. Uh, mush brains. Mush brains. Should be a good episode. Welcome to Decom Mission, land of mush brains. Ah, uh, for real. That should be our new tagline. Our new tagline <laughs> as if we have a tagline. Already. I'm pretty sure we've come up with a couple taglines. I can't Something remember what like, they are. It's our mission to find the mor- morals are our mission. What's yeah, hidden in the de- what's hidden in the movies of your past? What was Disney trying to teach you? What is Disney trying to teach our kids? That's our whole tagline. That whole bit right yeah, there. Yeah, that whole slew of words that I just did. Uh, so this week we're talking about going to the mat, which is from two thousand four. <laughs> My brain when I looked this up before we watched, it, I'm like, this was from like two thousand, two thousand one. Had no idea when this movie actually came out. I just realized that I didn't think about the test of time whatsoever for this movie, so that'll be interesting. Ah, we'll do it on the spot because I. We'll do it live. Doing it live. Um. Okay. So it's TVG. It's from 2004. It's an hour 32. Sports and coming of age. Yep. Sure. That's it. I would have just stopped at sports. Yeah. Um, Yes. I mean, high school. I guess. Sure, freshman, I guess. Uh, So the big blurb is, Despite being blind, Jace Newfield never lets anything stand in his way. When his family moves from New York to the Midwest, don't they move to Utah? Does Utah count as the Midwest? No. No. That's the Southwest. It's just the West. It's like the... That's okay. So technically Utah, if you're looking at a map, you'd look at it and go, oh yeah, that's the Middle West. That ain't the Midwest though. The Midwest is just the middle. I'm in the Midwest and I'm way up in the North. Anything that's got plains and corn and flat, that's the Midwest. Cows. Cows. Although I guess California is... They've got dairy cows. Yeah. You gotta have have at least three. You gotta have the, 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 (laughs) the corn... The cows and the flat. The flat is the most important, and Utah is not flat. No. Anyway. If you've driven through Utah, it's the opposite of flat. I mean, yeah. I'm sure there's parts of Utah that are flat. Otherwise, it's pretty hilly. Yeah. Uh, it's mountainous. There we so, go. So, okay, his family moves from New York to Utah. He must find a way to fit in at his new school. Soon he takes up wrestling, and with the help of his teachers... Strives to master his well, yeah, skills Wayne Brady. and guide his team to the championship. Did the person who wrote this blurb watch this movie? <laughs> Probably not. Oh my not. god! I feel like they don't half the time. Oh, wait! Did it say his teachers help him overcome the sports? No. Uh, soon he takes up wrestling, and with the help of his teachers (plural), which bothers uh. me. Strives to master his skills and guide his team to the championships. It's all Jace. Jace, but it's coach, teacher. I guess. I mean, he is. I think he's the PE teacher, so I guess that counts. But we'll go into more. We'll go into more of this once I do my my long blurb. Sorry, what's the mini blurb? Oh, the mini blurb. At a new school, Jace overcomes his blindness. (laughs) 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 I was waiting to read that one to you. 
Oh my god. I'm like, god. excuse me, he overcomes his blindness? These are so ableist. I like that this one starts with despite being blind. Oh my gosh. Like it's, it's like, oh. no, he, he overcomes his, like, his ego. Yeah, he's a dildo. That's what he's overcoming in this movie. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. yeah, I thought you'd like that one. Oh Oh my god. It's that makes it sound like he hasn't been blind his whole life. Which he has. He's like he's been blind his whole life. I guess they didn't did they explain it? Um, I think they said that the parents said that he's been he'd been blind. Well he'd been blind for the majority of his life. Okay. And when we meet him when he's in New York lose their sight like progressively over time. But Yeah, but even so he's been he's been vastly blind for for a while, because I mean, when we meet him in New York, he's he is blind, and he's really associated with his music and his, all of his friends. Like it seems, he's very everyone does is very understanding. Yeah, he so, <laughs> uh, he doesn't really have much to overcome in that. Oh my gosh, it just drives me crazy. The oh, that's <laughs> that's the worst. That is the worst blurb on Disney Plus. Congratulations. That a, that's a D minus minus blurb. That's a D minus minus. That's a D minus minus minus. That's the most offensive thing about any decom that we have witnessed so far. Yeah, both blurbs are bad, but I'd say the the app Overcome. one is the small blurb is much better. Oh my god. That's some abled person put giving themselves a little pat on the back going you did it you helped yeah, out yeah you a, found a good you blurb out nice a job handicapped man Blech. hate people anyway um so this movie centers around jace jace is blind wow amazing and it starts in new york and we see him and his uh classmates bandmates performing in like a jazz competition or a jazz concert and he's playing the drums and then we get to kind of see his life a little bit in New York. He's playing football with his friend. Not football, baseball, excuse me. And he's got the beeping, beeping ball. Uh, so it like he can hear when it's getting close, which is cool. And I didn't actually know about that. So that was neat to learn yeah, about. It is really neat. Yeah. Um, and then like basketball, they have the backboards that beep. So you know where yeah. to aim the ball. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, and then we learn that he's moving to Utah. And then he moves to Utah. And he starts this new high school. And he gets bullied by one of the jocks and then immediately like retorts back to him and you learn that jace is a jerk yeah jace and the so jerk. he's so he's so mean like he's so 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 mean and then you meet uh, uh the girl who's his reader who i don't remember her name uh, she's mary beth mary beth thank you and she's the coach's slash PE teacher's daughter and she knows all about wrestling and she suggests that he do wrestling for some reason I still well, don't... I, I kind of understand because it's probably the easiest to adapt sport when it comes to oh, it's not, it's not anyone that... who's... Like it's, like, it's a lot of contact and not a lot of... No, no, no. I understand wrestling as the sport he goes for. I don't understand why he is doing a sport if he's so dedicated to music. Yeah, that whole That's thing was very confusing. Like the... So confusing. Yeah, especially with Wayne Brady's character, yes, Mr. Wyatt. Like, so Wayne Brady's character is this like philosophical teacher and like inspiring him, but he doesn't actually go for music. It's very confusing. Here's the thing. Okay, so Wayne Brady's character, Mr. Wyatt, is the band teacher, and you learn shocking. He's also blind, but he's he's made do with music, and he he has his relationship with music, and everyone loves him, and so he's there is a common trope that actually two. Uh, sketch comedy groups make fun of. Uh, Keen Peel do it, and not make fun of, but they do really good satire of it. So Keen Peel do it, and then the Astronomy Club do it. And the Astronomy Club is a little bit clearer because for people, for maybe for me, for people who are not uh, black, because it just really spells it out with actual characters, mm-hmm. as opposed to kind of the headiness of Keen Peel, which is genius, and I'm not saying it isn't, but they're very different, and they talk about the kind of all-knowing magical black person who comes in and shows the way but really has no other depth to them mm-hmm. so for example uh morgan freeman and driving miss daisy um oh, let me 
Let me find, make sure you find the list of who it is. Cause that's, I know it's that one. I know there's one from like that. There's like a golf movie, uh, astronomy club. Oh, uh, Morpheus from the matrix. Oh, uh, Otome Brown from ghost. Who is Whoopi Goldberg's character, uh, John Coffey from the green mile, uh, and a couple other characters, but it's, it's so smart and so funny and yeah. it, the whole the whole sketch is about how uh the daughter of morpheus is trying to teach these fictional characters that they can be more than just these white people's you know guide to the world yeah and and there's a really really good button that if you don't want to hear it just skip ahead like 20 seconds but the button is that there's a white guy that comes at the end who's actually um Brennan Lee Mulligan from Dimension 20 and a college humor, but he, he comes in and he goes, hey, can anybody tell me how to get to the library? And then they all jump up and try and go help him. I can't believe I've never heard of this concept, like the idea of this before. Like it's, it's so true, but I'd never even thought about it before. Yeah, it's because it's not something that has been broached to white people before. Like it's just yeah. something that we, you know, you think about Huckleberry Finn and it's just like that. I mean, it's not like that was the start of it, but it's just like that was kind of ingrained in the culture and it was still yeah. ingrained in the culture, you know, a couple of years ago. Even now, I'm not even going to say it's not even, it's dead now because that's garbage. Right. But That's um, interesting. Every time I watch a movie now, I'm going to like think of that if I, if I see it. Because I'm trying to think back and like there's definitely been, I haven't seen a lot of the movies you listed, but I'm like, I've, I've definitely seen you have you never seen ghost have we talked about i've never i've never seen ghost no oh ghost is i feel like we talked about that because one of ethan's favorite isn't that one that ethan watched for his podcast i think so he also just loves ghost uh there's a joke in fresh off the boat that when they go to taiwan everyone says that ghost is the most brilliant film ever made and so anytime we talk about ghost we just go it really is the perfect film uh, but Ghost is really good, and Whoopi Goldberg is fantastic in that movie. And I, it, it, but it's I mean it's eye opening. Um, the Key and Peele sketch, just to kind of reference it, is a little bit more. It like I said, it's a little bit headier because it's these two kind of warring magical black men, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> then they kind of like explode each other because they're both trying to win. <laughs> uh, but it's it's still in the same vein. But it's a genius sketch. Uh, Astronomy Club is an amazing sketch show, and it didn't get renewed by Netflix because Netflix is garbage. Boo, Netflix. Yeah, um, but it's it's really good. And I there's also there's a really great sketch uh, where two, <laughs> these two two of the cast members are on a date, and uh, <laughs> one of them you just see him and he's really nice, and then all of a sudden he looks at his menu and he gets this really creepy face, and then the guy's like, "Oh my god, what's going on with your face?" He goes, "I'm sorry, I have resting creep face." <laughs> it's just this really, really I don't have resting sim- creep face. <laughs> it's so funny. It's just this really simple joke, but it works really well. It's just yeah. really funny. Um, and there's some other ones that are that are really, really, really top tier. Um. Anyway, back to the plot of this movie. So back, back to the mat. <laughs> back yeah, to back going to the mat. back. Going back to the mat. <laughs> so Wayne Brady's character is. He should be more than he is. It bothers me. It bothers me a lot because he's there to help guide Jace and, you know, make him feel comfortable at the school and comfortable with who he is and comfortable with music. And music, okay, first of all, as Sarah and I have talked about, music is super, super important to us. So to see mm-hmm. music get shoved aside and kind of played as like a costume for this entire movie so that a sport can take over is bothersome. Right. Because- Especially, I feel like towards the end, they had this big moment where mr wyatt was giving this big speech and it was leading up to what you thought was going to be oh maybe jace is going to decide he he wants to focus on his passion of music but obviously that doesn't happen it's a movie about wrestling and the championships and everything so yeah it was so confusing it was such a mixed message and i wish that they had just leaned into the music or leaned into the sports and part of the reason I know they didn't lean into the music is because of something that Jay said where he's like, I don't want to be the next, you know, Ray Charles or Stevie Wonder or Jose Feliciano, who is apparently blind. <laughs> I, didn't I, even, I didn't even know who that was until you started talking about him. Like, oh, he's saying Felice Navidad for yeah. people who don't know. But I, That's the only I'm thing I would have known, probably. <laughs> baffled. 
baffled. Yeah. I've gone my whole life not knowing that he's blind, and I feel bad, but also I don't feel bad because, like... Why does it matter if he is might, or isn't? Yeah. If you listen to his music, that's that's what matters. So then the rest of the movie is basically Jay's trying to get Mary Beth to be his girlfriend. Uh, the jock boy who made fun of him, them becoming friends, and then him having an eating disorder to try and get into the lower weight class, which they touch on as being bad, but then just kind of glaze over. Even though that aspect of wrestling is really problematic. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that the coach in the end said, like, you can't wrestle, like, you're not performing well because you're malnourished because you yeah, lost, you have what, to go up a weight class. 10 pounds in three days, whatever he had to lose. But, yeah, the coach is like, yeah, you're going back to your other weight class. Like, you can't do this. So I'm glad that they didn't say like oh keep going for it just like keep keep not eating <laughs> yeah starve yourself it's fine uh that's the accidental true moral of this movie it's not but it felt like it for a while mm-hmm. um but then they have to win some tournaments and then there's this really strong top tier wrestling guy that the first kid who the like malnourished kid is like uh, he's my nemesis, and then he has to move away class, and so we can't fight him anymore. And so then Jace has to fight him, and then they have to go. Tr- they're trying to get to state, and also the whole time the kid who played Zero in uh, Holes is is uh, learning to be better at wrestling and like be more comfortable with himself. And and Jace then, is a jerk to him half the time. Still a jerk to him, yeah. But then the movie just ends before they go to state. You just see them get the ability to go to state, right. and then the movie's done. Is really this movie weird. based on true events? I don't know. I feel like... So I looked it up and it said something about how it was, but I didn't look into it enough to... They just guessed. That they not. just guessed it was based on real events. They're like, there's probably some blind wrestling kid. And I mean, the thing is, they... There's this reporter who wants to talk to Jace, and Jace won't let him until he's done something noteworthy besides just being blind. So, like, I appreciated that moment because, and then at the, at the end, uh, when the reporter goes to talk to his teammates about how he's blind, they're all, they're all like, Jace is blind? I had no idea. Oh it's a gosh, really sweet so f- moment. Yeah, it was really funny. It was a good yeah. moment. Yeah. That was probably Wait, the best blind? moment. who's blind? Jace? No way. <laughs> uh, there's one, there's one trivia on IMDb, and it's just that Jace tells someone to call him Daredevil, which in case people didn't know, Daredevil is a blind superhero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have no idea if it was... Uh... No idea. Uh, it's directed by Stuart Gillard, everyone's favorite. Uh, he also did... Those are his acting credits, excuse me. He also did... I know, I know some of them, but I want to just read read them all because I always feel bad when I don't. Come on, the Scream Team, Full Court Miracle, Going to the Mat, Twitches, Twitches Two, Hatching Pete, Avalon High, and Girl vs. Monster. Really, really weird. Really weird set of movies. Like I feel like that's been happening a lot, where there's just a weird mix of movies that people work on. Like looking at that list, there's like one that's pretty good, and that's Hatching Pete. It's yeah, like, and that one probably wasn't even supposed to be that good. We're just like, yeah, this is a great movie. This is a fun time. We just had fun with it because it was just so low key. But yeah. like it wasn't, it wasn't asking for too much. Like it wasn't trying to make a statement. Like so many of these other ones were. Um. But yeah, so that's that's the main gist of going to the mat. It was very frustrating. Yeah, which um, I kept, when I was looking stuff up, it's like critically acclaimed movie and it's got great reviews, and I just can never tell if people like the idea that they're trying to tackle disability. Yes. Is that what it is? I think it's people. I think it's people in the same vein that oh, what was the other movie that we watched? True Confessions. Yes. Thank yep. you. I kept thinking of that one, too. It's the same vein of and I, people liking the idea and liking the fact that Disney is grappling with this tough subject, but it's not done well, and it's actually really backwards in a lot of ways. Yeah, there were a lot of things. So I watch... I feel like I've talked about this before on this podcast, and I don't remember why, but I watch Molly Burke videos on YouTube, and she's a blind YouTuber, and she talks about stuff that's, like, 
oh, in movies, you'll see like people who are blind touching people's faces to like see how they look, which they did in this movie. She's like, yeah, people who are blind or visually impaired don't really do that. <laughs> I don't so think I things noticed like- that part because I saw the part where he was he couldn't play basketball because they didn't have the back the the like backboards that had the, the beeping backboards. So mm-hmm. he had to go sit on the bleachers and he did that thing that they do blind people are like in movies and he just like reached his hands out yeah. and was like, I can't see. And it was like. Up to that point, he'd been doing a pretty, pretty adequate job. But that moment, I was like, yeah. Eesh. Well, there there were things like the guiding with the elbow and like walking slightly behind yeah. into the side. Like they did those things well. It's not like you just like grab someone by the hand or, you know, that kind of thing. But also when obviously everyone's case, yeah. everyone who is blind does things different. But I've learned that a lot of people will, when they're talking to someone, they'll follow the What's the word? Like, they'll focus on where the sound is coming from and look, like, slightly above that so that they're mm-hmm. looking someone in the eyes or as close as they can. But Jace in this movie is when someone's talking to him, he's, like, looking around. Like, he did that. Oh, Wayne Brady Wayne Brady did focusing, but he did focusing where his ear was facing the person. And I thought that mm-hmm. was interesting. So, like, when yeah. he first talks to I mean, to some Jace, people probably do that, too. But, like, yeah. looking around confused when someone's right in front no, of you talking. No, I know. Like, that. I... That bothered me as well. I was actually, I was, I was, I, I was more commending what Wayne Brady did because he was, it made sense what he was doing mm-hmm. as opposed, and especially because Jason already talked about being able to see without seeing. Like when um, Fly, the kid who was zero, uh, he, they first meet, he's able to grab his hand out of the air and Fly's like, how'd you do that? And he's like, I can feel the vibrations of the air moving. And it's like, mm-hmm. cool. That's really cool. Can we learn more about like yeah that because that's 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 fascinating and that's not something maybe that's not true and that's just something they made up for the movie and that's terrible but I know I know that when people lose a sense that they have other senses that pick up the slack like for example I had a friend in elementary school whose parents were deaf and I always thought it was interesting that they would listen to the radio in the car. Um, and my friend told me, she was like, they always had NPR on. And I was like, why do they like to listen to NPR? And she was like, oh, they love the vibrations mm-hmm. that the base of people talking, uh, it feels through the car. That's why they listen to it loud. Or they said, like, have the volume up kind of loud. And so they can feel the vibrations. And if it's too much, then it's, you know, distracting. But yeah. if it's just this kind of sound of someone talking. And so they, like, had favorite NPR people. And That's they could really tell cool. who was talking based on the vibrations. So that kind of aspect of it is fascinating to me. Also, just vibration itself is just really cool, in my opinion. Yeah, but, yeah. So I, the spatial awareness of being blind is something that is definitely a thing. It's definitely real, and it's definitely something that people utilize. But it's not something that's ever really approached in fictional media in a way that's not just let me touch your face and see what you look like or where they have their cane and they're like smacking things yeah like let's see more education of the blind community in this movie and then maybe we can make it a critically acclaimed movie also it's the same thing as in true confessions where i would love to see a blind or visually impaired actor actually play the part yeah because they're capable of doing it too yeah that actually really bothered me and i love wayne brady um, I think he did a good job in this movie for, you know, all the 10 seconds that he was in it and totally wasted on. But it would have been so, so much of a better message if they had given these roles <laughs> to people who could really speak to yeah, them. Yeah, yes, please. Oh, uh, just... Uh. I feel like nowadays movie companies do a better job or casting directors do a better job of hiring those people, like people who actually represent the character maybe it was the time not an excuse but i mean it was the 2000s i'm just disappointed in that no i'm disappointed as well because there's just there's just steps they took for this movie that just bum me out and make me sad and make me go it could have been it could have been really good that's the thing knowing what it could have been yeah it could have been fun also, so they talk about wrestling and explaining wrestling. I thought wrestling was just whoever pins the other guy first <laughs> wins. I thought too. She's, so Mary Beth, she her dad's the coach, so she's been surrounded by wrestling her whole life. She explains to Jace's parents the rules, and she rattles them off in like a minute and a half. Oh, tops. we can follow. So yeah. I was sitting there like, I, 
I don't understand. Who gets So is it basically up to the ref to choose, like, who got more points? Because even, like, after they were done wrestling, everyone would be like, who's going to win? I'm like, do we not know until the ref decides? Is he counting points? Is he just deciding who he thinks did a better job? I don't know. (laughs) I wish. I wish it was just subjective. (laughs) Like, uh, you wrestled better today. You win. I feel like that was a missed opportunity to show Mary Beth talking about it. Show someone do the move and get a point. Yeah. Like, it just, it was... Yeah, we should make a we should make a new going to the mat movie with all of our ideas. Ugh. Ugh. I wasn't even expect. I didn't know that this movie was about a blind wrestler. I just thought it was about a like a wrestler. They're just wrestling. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which the opening scene where he's drumming. I'm. He's got his sunglasses on. I'm like, oh, why is he like? He got. He's so cool. He's wearing his shades inside the gym, drumming. And I can't remember if it was you or Ethan who's like, oh, he's blind. I'm like, oh, is he? Is that what this movie so is? So Ethan oh. said it. Ethan said it. And Did then he, he, it and then he looked though? at me and I was going, mm, and he was like, are you serious? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Do you want to start with the test of time or the moral? Because I feel like they're both tricky. Uh, let's do a test of time since we were kind of talking about yeah. how I think it doesn't. As the movie looks... It looks dated. It looks like it's around the early 2000s, but it's not egregious in that way. People's hair looks fine. Uh, the sets are whatever. There, besides the fact that they didn't cast actually blind people, and that's problematic in its own right, there's the overarching problem that I have with this movie, which is first we see the jocks being jerks. Then we learn to love the jocks, even though they're jerks. Yeah. So it was just one of those messages that I was like, hey, maybe they're being nice to Jason Fly now, but what about other people in the school? Because I have a yeah. feeling they're still Yeah, they, they definitely, like, they pick one person that they bully for a while and then they learn to love them. But how yeah. about we learn to love everyone and not just who we like after a while? Yeah. So that, there was just a lot of mixed messaging going on. Uh, Let me Uh, find... I'm going right to True Confessions. Where did I put that one? Because that was around the same time. Yeah, so True Confessions. We both have it at a (sighs) 1.5. What do I have at a 2? Just to see. Just just for my own gauging. I have Girl vs. Monster at a 2.5, but that's... That's a for, that's just it just looks like crap. Oh, Radio Rebel, uh, I have it a two. Zapped, I have it a two. I have zapped at a one seven five. I was feeling either a one five or a one seven five. I feel like I need to give this the same score as two confessions. I was it gonna is. say that I'm like I feel like I have the same exact. It's feeling. really yeah. It just just. Mm. But I almost want to give this is this is kind of no. I don't want to give two confessions more just because Shia LaBeouf was better. But then you think, like, Wayne Brady did a good job, too, but I guess Wayne Brady was, wasn't the main No, character. and he was problematic in it, not Wayne Brady himself, but the character itself was problematic in its own yep. way, because he was just this, like, spirit guide. Okay, the kid the kid who played Fly, you know, was also a person of color, but it was just still kind of like a, and that's it. Yeah. Token. <laughs> um, but I'm trying to think, like, performance-wise with, like... The majority of the characters, I feel like I like this one better than True Confessions, just because I couldn't stand True. Oh, she's in a so lot bad. Of that movie. Oh my god. But that that I'm gonna use that I'm gonna use in like the overall score. Yeah. Which like overall that's this movie true. is better like than True Confessions. Thing. No, because I mean, okay, what one five? Garbage. I'm gonna. Keep I'm just it gonna the stick same. it at one five. Yeah, that's just it's just it makes the most sense that they 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 have very 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 similar flaws and they're frustrating in very similar ways. I don't even know where to start with moral. Well, just doubling, doubling back to the test of time just for one last thing. It's, yeah. Yes, this movie holds up in its writing. Like, its dialogue is pretty good. And, you know, its story as as a story is fine. But be, and, and if it wasn't, if it had cast, you know, blind people in these roles, then it wouldn't be this low. But that is so egregiously bad to the both of us and such such a misstep that it knocks it down so far. Just to clarify mm-hmm. if anyone's like, but this movie's not that bad. That's really, it's really problematic. Also, the slow-mo drum scene. 
<laughs> really made oh there was a lot team. of slow-mo oh and it was, it was that choppy slow-mo where yes, it, looks like, it was like frame by frame Ugh. anyway now now moral uh you can be a jerk if you're a jock you can be a jerk if you're blind <laughs> oh my gosh yeah the morals were kind of all over the place with like sports are better than music like, you're not defined by your disability but also like you should like own your disability like mm. It's part of you. Yeah. Something like, you know, yeah, shine in the skin you're in. Love the skin you're in. Yeah. Dove. <laughs> uh, Sponsored by Dove. You, yeah, you aren't, you aren't the worst parts of you. I don't know. Accept yourself for who you really are. Don't assume there. you're better than anyone else. <laughs> yeah. I was, my brain just went, does because you're different doesn't mean you're different. <laughs> That's it. Um, Wasn't there a line in the movie that I that we both were like, "Oh my god!" I didn't write anything down because I was very. The only I, thing I really wrote was the whole like, oh, "Wait, who's blind?" Jace, and then oh yeah, that was nice. at some point the coach said, "No, jokes are funny." Oh yeah, I can't remember that is, what that they actually were saying. is. Really going, it was it was it was something along along the lines of like they said they taped a an, a piece of paper with an eye with a line oh, drawn right. through it on right. Jace's back, and the coach ripped it off, brought it to the the jerks, and was like, they were like, it's just a joke, and the coach was like, no, a joke is funny, and then walked yeah. away, and I was like, that's actually yeah. I, I, so I, I, like I think the, the coach the coach did a good job of like coach was great. He, he was patting Jace on the back and like making sure he didn't realize he was taking the sign off of his back. He did it like discreetly, yeah. but then he was also like yelling like, "No, jokes are funny!" Like you could tell everyone in the gym could probably hear him, but whatever. I don't think he yelled it. I think he was like leaning over there. He was like, "No, jokes are funny." Um, I thought it was I I thought it was better. Uh, no, better. I like the scene. Like yeah. I like the whole idea of it. No, the, the coach, coach was great. great. Coach was. The coach was the best character in the movie, honestly. Yeah. Um, which was refreshing. But, um, yeah, I think that's not, that's kind of, mm, it's not, it is a moral where it's like, jokes are funny, it, uh, otherwise they're, otherwise the words are just mean. But that's not yeah. the, tr- that's not the real moral. It's not what it actually uh, is. Fuel your passions, don't let, not your ego. Don't let your, don't let your. Uh, fears hold you back or something like that. Don't let your your insecurities hold you back. Because, I mean, that kind of applies to Jace and the other kid on the wrestling team who starved himself and, starved himself and then fly. Or don't let your, your insecurities uh, keep you from doing, doing from what accomplishing you love. Or accomplishing. Know. And that's the other thing, too, that's hard. Is like, was he wanting to focus more on music or was he wanting to focus on the sports because he played like every single instrument and a player yeah. apparently played every sport yeah don't let your insecurities scare you no don't let your insecurities manifest into fear don't let your insecurities manifest as being a jerk yeah don't let your insecurities overcome you yeah oh let, that's overcome like your that. blindness instead yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I will never get over how bad that blurb is. That's really bad. It's really bad. As a moral, now that we've decided on that moral, I actually think it's okay. It's not great. It's better than True what Confessions. What was our moral, moral for True Confessions? I don't it even remember. It was like, <laughs> you are different, you're just you, or something. Oh, like yeah. That. If, if you weren't you different, were different, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be, you. be you. Yeah, we ranked that low. Yeah, it's not that bad. Um, do 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 do. Smart house, don't let the past control your future. That I have it a six five. I would say it's probably somewhere around there. So what else do I have it like a six? Do I have anything at a six? I'm trying to see if I have any six two fives. Uh, I have up up and away at a six. You don't have to have superpowers to be a superhero. I think this is better than that because that one really just crumbles. <laughs> really steps That's on its true. own feet. Yeah. I gave that one a six five though. Do I want to give this one a six seven five or a seven? Do I like it that much? I'm probably gonna give it the same as Smart House because I I like Don't Let the Past Control Your Future, where it's like it kinda he kinda learns from it, but like not overwhelmingly. 
So I think it's, I think I'm gonna go with a six five and feel okay about it, and then I might look back on it at the wrap up. But for now, I feel good. I feel good. Sarah's struggling. I'm struggling. Well, now you're talking smart house. I'm like, I want to go. <laughs> Your smart house no, is I'm a five just... seven five. Thank you. So yours is lower than mine. What did you end up giving this one? A six five. Six five. Ah, uh, I think I'm still sitting at a six seven five. Just because I do want to be, I do want to be above up, up and away, but it just it seems too high. So because it was it, very like all over the place moral, yeah. like the one we came up with, I feel like does fit everything yeah, we were trying to encompass. Than, but I think that's kudos to really us, mostly you, <laughs> for coming up with it. You're welcome. Um, for encompassing a whole bunch of ideas they were throwing at us. Yeah. It's not very evident, which is a big, big reason why it's. Yeah. So I like it when lower. we, when you have to like dig a little, but when you have yeah. so much thrown at you that you're trying to compile it into a neat box with a bow on top for your moral, it's just. Well, I mean, much. one thing you could do is drop, is drop, um, now you, uh, not now you see it, now you see it can't go any lower than zero. <laughs> right. Um, you can drop <laughs> negative up, points. Yeah. You could drop up, up, and away down to like a six, two, five, and then give this a six, five as well. You know what? I like that idea. We're gonna it's do that. Like so this is a step. six, five. I'll just go in and change up, up, and away right now to a six, two, five. Yeah, that just makes more sense. Up and away. I should. I mean, I should stipulate up, up, and away's moral is evident. They do follow through mostly, but it's. It's just, it's kind of mixed message as well. Like, these are very similar in their mixed messages. Okay. Oh, boy. Overall grade. I have not looked at my letters. I have a letter in mind. Yeah. True confessions. I have it a D minus. This is better than a D minus. It, it is better than a D minus, but I don't know if I want to get to the C level. I don't. Yeah, know. I'm Maybe waffling like between. I'm waffling between a D plus and a C minus. That's what that's what I've been on. I have Twitch's two at a C minus. This is I've Kim Possible at a C minus as well. Why do we have Kim Possible at a C minus? It's just hard when you see the potential for it, but you're not yeah. grading it on the potential of it. Yeah. I think what do I have a what do I have at a D plus? Where are my D pluses? I've up up and away at a D plus. I have Adventures in Babysitting at a D+. Plus. I have... You lucky dog. It. 25. You have that at a D+. Plus. I have... Uh, I have you lucky dog at a D. Ugh. Why do I have Kim Possible in see mine? Is that the only D+, plus movie I have? Is You Lucky Dog? Is it really? I think it is. That's amazing. Looks like it's time for another D+. Plus. Wait, 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 wait. Nope, yeah, you're right. That's mine. I'm... Why do I have... Why do I have Kim Possible higher than Adventures in Babysitting? Like, looking back on it, there's... Okay, I'm making an executive decision with myself. Kim Possible is a D minus... Or D+. Plus. Like... There's what no did you reason. have it at? A C minus. So do you. Let me let me uh, scroll down. I'm gonna give. So I have Adventures in Babysitting at a 32. Up, up and away at a 33. I'm gonna give Kim Possible a 30, 31. I guess. Because I just that that was bothering me. Like that was just really bothering me. Because every time I see that it's at a C minus, I go why. <laughs> I'll change the number later if I want to, but I'm gonna give this one a C minus. I think. I, oh, I have Cloud Nine at a C minus as well, but this is worse. This, this is worse than Cloud Nine. And Twitch is two. And now you see it. Yes, I was actually hoping to give it the same score I gave. Now you see it. Mm. Yeah, that is weird because <laughs> Kim Possible has like Test of Time four or five, Moral three. Why were we so nice in the personal grading? Because neither of us liked that movie. <laughs> okay. 25 to 34 is our range. I'm just going to put Kim Possible at a 30... 
33D plus. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm going to... Okay, so 35 to 42 is the C minus range. I have twitches 2 out of 40. And... Now you see it at a 39. And cloud 9, I think I also have a 40. Yeah. This is worse... This is worse than Cloud9. Yeah. I guess it's worse than Twitches 2. I wouldn't... Why do I have Twitches 2 at the same level as Cloud9? Um, well, I'm going to put this one at a D plus 34. I have You Lucky Dog at the lowest D plus at a... Let's see, 25. Can possible I move down to a 33. So I'm just going to put this one slightly above at a 34 D plus. I'm putting this at a 37C minus because, and the reason I'm doing that is because the performances sans the main kid, the kid who played Jay's, like, they're, they're fine. Like, they're not, they're, they're pretty good, all things considered. But, I mean, as a character, the kid who plays Jace is good, Andrew Lawrence, but the, his, some of his quote-unquote acting blind is pretty offensive yeah uh, let's see i want to see if i wrote down anything else that i wanted to bring up i think my one super long eyelash fell out damn no that's pretty much all i had hmm every so often i get a really long eyelash and usually it's on my upper lid and it's the like the last lash that's on my upper lid and it's like really really oh, long that's weird <laughs> but uh, i get one eyelash that grows downwards instead of up and i always just like pull it out oh, that like, would nope. suck. no matter how that... much i curl it it just goes down into my eyeball <laughs> well so i got one on my on my lower lid and it was like just really long but it just kind of curled and it was just fun to play with um but when they're on my upper lid it i've only really ever had them on the on the last one they just stick out straight mm-hmm. they don't curl down luckily so I don't envy you. I I mean it doesn't like curl down, but it does just like stick out. And... Mm. That's still not fun. Yeah, skinny eyelashes are also eyes. just very Hurt. thin. So if I don't have mascara on, it just looks like I don't have eyelashes. So that's fun. I've got pretty thick eyelashes, but I also have to wear mascara. Otherwise, my eyes look really buggy. I was talking to my family today, and uh, I have my grandfather's eyes, and this is the grandfather that <laughs> that looked like Waldorf from the Muppets. <laughs> and he had very kind of like froggy buggy eyes and they were really endearing on him because he was this very smiley you know kind of doofy man and i'm not that and i'm not a really smiley deep... doofy gal <laughs> no well i have really deep eye sockets and high cheekbones and like really like sharp cheekbones so i just look very severe <laughs> and i don't like it and i always look like i have like i have not gotten any sleep in four years like i i used to think that i could hide my under eye circles like that you know i could just put the makeup on it and they would go away no they don't go away because my eyes bug out of my head and part of the reason that i don't like the way my eyes look or my under eyes look is because my lower lid is just really far out of my freaking skull (laughs) uh you'd be perfect to play like like a villain though at like a face character like maleficent like no they're too pretty have you ever seen like the actual like people who play or who are friends with the villains in Disney World and Disneyland. They're, like, gorgeous. They're, like, princesses. They're the princesses that just double up. Just, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It sucks. Because I would love to be one of the the evil stepsisters. Oh, you would be so good. Yeah. And those ones are, like, that's, like, all they play. But I auditioned, not for them specifically, but, like, I've auditioned to be... I'm way too old now, but I auditioned to be a face character and I really wanted to get one of them and i obviously never did but also i don't want to live in florida so yeah i've also heard not great things about being a character or being friends with the the yeah. characters at disney so probably people for the seem best. to have people seem to have really kind of is it mixed it really mixed i know someone who absolutely hated it i've known other people who've really liked it um, I also really I don't think on... I've ever seen stories pop- like I well maybe it's because I well it depends TikToks on who you are I, yeah maybe that's like, why because the ones who come with. up are people who well I don't have any friends who actually work there but yeah it's like TikTok things that come up my for you page is a lot of Disney so it's a lot of people yeah. who are like I used to be friends with this person it was awful 
So I'm, like, I'm no, that's so sad. I haven't known. I've known one person who was a, uh, uh, who was friends with Rapunzel, and she cut her contract early because she didn't like it, which is fine, commendable. I don't. If you're not happy, quit something. Um, I know a couple people who were non-face characters or were friends with non-face characters, um, like Goofy and Minnie and Stitch and like all that stuff. And a couple of them loved it. Um, and then a couple of them were kind of eh. But I know that there's, it's like kind of high school clickish. Not, no, I shouldn't say I know. It's not like I know from experience, but I've read that it really depends on which face character you are. Like if you're Elsa or um like Cinderella or Belle or something you get like top tier treatment but if you're like Tiana or Mulan then you're kind of like so sad yeah. our Tianas have been so great I mean we get Tiana almost loved her back when we used to go in like 2012 2013 it would always be the same Tiana she was wonderful she so was good. so great I uh, she uh, I love her and then she was with the same Naveen the two years in a, in a row that we saw them and they were perfect they were really just the first year, you could tell that they were a little new and they were kind of, like, a little more nervous. But then the second year, they had such a good groove. Like, they were, mm-hmm. they so were like, ripped funny. out of the movie good. Like, they were yeah. so good. Just throw them back in the bayou and say, and say bayou. bayou. That was amazing. Uh, Never forget that. No. Truly, like, there are... What I think is interesting... So there are, there are characters that we've met over the years that I, I think of them and I'm like, you were amazing. You were, like... You really, really great. Like those two, the Rapunzel that we met at Epcot, who I'm pretty sure was just yes. training. She mm-hmm. was, she was, so she good. looked exactly like Rapunzel. She spoke exactly like Mandy Moore. She her had, mannerisms, oh, like just she the way she could stand and play with her hair, so amazing. She was perfect. And there was the first year that we went. One of the first characters that we met uh, in Main Street was, or on Main Street, was a Snow White, and she was huge. Oh, she was the taller pictures than are Sarah. So great. Yeah. She and Sarah, you're what five ten? Yeah. And now I don't think Snow White can be any taller than like five six. But for a while, for a really long time, uh, Snow White was able to be one of the taller princesses, which I think is interesting. And I think it's because of the dwarves, mm, because yeah. she was able to seem taller. But she's also supposed to be the youngest. She's supposed to be like fourteen. Fourteen? I, I don't know. know. I was like sixteen. Fourteen's crazy. Yeah, it's something like that. But so I think that's interesting. Um, we've also had some really great non-face characters. Uh the Pluto who recognized yeah. us as the three caballeros. We were Disney bounding as the tr- three caballeros. That was really cool. The Chip and Dale we met. Uh, I think that same year they were amazing. I think like right after we met that Pluto when the Dale tried to like leave with me. Yeah, uh, that was that was Chip. at Magic Kingdom, right? No, that was at Epcot. It was right after we met the Pluto. Oh, why do I? For some reason, I remembered it being. In front of when they were like dressed up as cowboys, no. but I'm thinking of a different one. Oh, that We've was met in, so many that times. was in 2013. Um, we did the Disney bounding one in 15? 15. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 15. Because we didn't start bounding until after 2014. Um, in yeah, in 13, that was in Frontierland. Uh, but in 2015, Pluto was at the kind of entrance of Epcot, and then Chippendale were right outside of like interventions in front of the land yeah yeah i remember that one um and i had some really great characters that i met when i was like a kid like a young kid like i remember when i was six we were meeting uh buzz and woody in i guess hollywood studios or something i don't actually remember where i was because i was six but you could just hear this like clop 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 you're like what in the heck is that sound and i had no idea what it was for so long but my mom was dying laughing she was just busting it gut and i had no idea what it was and finally it was I, I was finally able to realize that it was one of the green army men and he kept like doing like the bunny ears and like yeah. photo bombing it was they're so, so funny fun. they're great my top two of my favorite interactions have been baloo proposing oh yeah that was a really... F- I can't remember what year that was. Twenty. Wait, Baloo proposed to you? I thought Eeyore proposed to you. No, I think Eeyore might have as well. But oh, no. Baloo that, did, and then King Louie and you were standing off to the side like, <laughs> That was... Was that still when it was Camp Minnie Mickey? I think it was. I think so. Yeah, because it wasn't when they were... That was an Animal Kingdom, and it wasn't when they were in their new place. Right, right, yeah. No, I remember that now. 
But I think it was the same year. I think it was 2013, yeah. Yeah. No, I have a picture of that. Ha- like, Baloo is down on one knee, and then you and King Lear are just standing off to the oh, side. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Like, hands on her forehead, yeah. Face yeah, and then Eeyore brought Eeyore. us leaves. Eeyore brought me a leaf, and then he felt really bad yeah, that Sarah he- didn't have a leaf, so he went and got her a leaf, and then got on his knee and, like, gave it to her. <laughs> um, Will you accept this leaf? I still have that leaf. I I don't have my I leaf, pressed it. it I kept it forever. Fell apart. I love that was that was amazing. Uh, Animal Kingdom, I think, is my favorite park. Like, I think thinking about it, some of my best memories are at Animal Kingdom. I could spend all day there and not get bored. Like, I, the only problem I have with Animal Kingdom, as in a design, besides some of the like the the Dino Land USA being kind of meh. Is the fact that it's like all blacktop, so it gets really hot. I was just gonna say I'm always really hot whenever I'm at Animal yeah. Kingdom. But I love being there and like I'm always really happy when I get there. And I mean it's followed very, 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 very closely by Epcot. But mm-hmm. I always say whenever asked, I always say Epcot's my favorite, but I feel like there's a lot of things that are happening. Yes, like, that's the, exactly the, what I was gonna the say. World Showcase is I think what makes it my favorite. Especially yeah. when we go for food and wine festival, but I feel like everything else is Future a little outdated. Future world is changing in a way. Well, there's a lot of that, abandoned I mean, buildings just sitting around. Abandoned buildings. Also, now they're getting a lot of more IPs, like because Guardians of the Galaxy is is opening in Epcot mm. Future World for some reason, and the Frozen ride took over Maelstrom. Boo. Rip. So, yeah. So like, I have some just kind of grievances with Epcot. I I don't know what my third favorite park is though. Like, I, so I've been to. The four Disney World parks, the two Disneyland parks, probably DCA, actually, now that I think about it. Disneyland California Adventure is my third favorite park. I lied. I take it back. I, it's my third favorite park. I love DCA. I did not expect to like California Adventure so as much good. as I do. I was like, Cars Land. Cars Land's That's amazing. That's going to be dumb. <laughs> but it's so good. Um, it's so cute. Yeah. So I've been to those six parks. I've been to Tokyo Disneyland, Tokyo Disney Sea, and I've also been to Paris Disneyland. But just the one, just the Disneyland part, not movie studios or whatever it is. Hey, I don't. Our next I, big adventure. I don't know. I don't remember enough about Paris Disneyland to rank it really in anything, unfortunately. So it's kind of an it's kind of an island right now. And I went by myself, so like I haven't been able to like reminisce with anyone about it. Um, I have a love hate relationship with Disney Sea because it's a gorgeous park. It's very it adult. Yeah. It's very atmospheric, but there's nothing to do. There's nothing to do but like walk around and like look at the architecture. That's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm being. Get a bunch I'm of exaggerating. Of popcorn and walk around. I mean, that popcorn's really good though. That strawberry popcorn is ridiculously oh my good. Gosh, so good. Curry popcorn. Disney Sea does have one of my absolute favorite dark rides though, which is Sinbad's uh, so Voyage. So fun. Best song. So good. Love it. I need to watch a ride through of that one. I love Reminisce it so about much. It a little bit. I love it. I love it so much. It's. It's totally unique to that park. It's Alan Menken wrote a song for it that's it's called Compass of Your Heart. It's amazing. It's just it's just one of those one of those rides that just like wraps you up in a hug. And yeah. it used to be very scary and not have a song and like kind of have a bit of oh speaking of mixed messages. Um and it's just oh I just love it so much. It's really one of my all time favorite rides and the animatronics are incredible. Um they also have the Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea ride, which is awesome. Uh-huh. That, that one's amazing. What's the roller coaster? Journey to the Center of the I Earth, remember which you didn't get to ride, and I feel bad about. No, because it's... I also wanted to do Tower of Terror there, but oh, that wait! Like there's the wait line. Wait times were so long, and that was yeah. the same problem at Disneyland in Tokyo too. Is like yeah, because they, the fast passes were the so old. Long. They're the old style of fast passes, which makes sense. But the app was only available at the time to Japanese residents, so it was kind of troublesome in that way. Um... But uh, the journey to the center of the Earth ride. So Ethan and I went to Disneyland twice and Disney Sea twice, and we got to ride Journey to the Center of the Earth once. It's cool, but really short. Like getting to the ride takes longer than riding, and we had fast passes, and you have to go down like an elevator. It's you. It's like a slow ride through like the center of the earth for a little bit, and then you see the monster, and then you like zoom and you go over a hill and then down, and then it's done. It's Wait, really confusing. Did we do that one or the 
20,000 20, Leagues. Okay. I'm like, I'm pretty sure we did 20,000 Leagues, but yeah, then I started second guess. I'm like, the big monster. That sounds 20,000 Leagues is cool, except there's one part that I hate, and it's because I hate giant statues, and then yeah. the part, there's a giant statue that's been broken up, and you go right up against this guy, the like statue's head, and it's I hate it. I don't oh, mind statues, so but something about things underwater that aren't meant to be underwater freak me out. Like, shipwrecks, love the idea. If I were to, like, be in a submarine and see one, it would probably freak out. Big statues underwater that aren't supposed to be there, don't like it. This scares There's me. some sort of term for, like, the other people I've heard have that problem, There's, too. So like, megalophobia oh. is what I have, which is you're scared of really big things. But I'm not, it's not all big things. It's just things that make me feel small. And not all giant things make me feel small. It's mostly giant things that are in the shape of something yeah. living. Yeah, like skyscrapers are fine, but yeah. a giant statue giant of a person. Cars, whatever. But yeah, like giant, giant statues of people or giant statues of animals. Oh, I um, felt so bad for you when we went to that temple in Japan that was just like lined with... Oh, Yeah. The one what that we... Was that? Uh, Nara, 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 Nara. No, it wasn't in Nara. It was... It was it was in Kyoto. What was that one? It was like the one where it was just like hundreds of statues, like basically the same statue just lining the whole wall that you just walked down. Where in Kyoto was that? That was it was pretty close to our house that we stayed in. I don't know if I went to that. Cuz you guys went off to some temples that I didn't go to cuz I was so freaking tired. Huh. I don't remember this. Hold on. I'm going to look this up. Completely <laughs> I got it out. Maybe you weren't there. It was in the same area as like the Kyoto National Museum. Yeah, I don't remember going anywhere else in that area except the Kyoto National Museum. Anyway, uh, while Sarah looks that up, I'll, I'll go back a little bit to the, the, the parks conversation. Um, So Disney Sea, I have mixed feelings about. Tokyo Disneyland, I think, is great. I think it, I think. It's a little bit corporate feeling, and I think it has some problems there, but it's got kind of all of the rides that I love. It's got, like, Roger Rabbit. It's got um, Splash Mountain, the good Splash Mountain that's two seats. It's got Haunted Mansion. It does the Haunted Mansion Nightmare for a Christmas overlay. It's got Peter Pan. It's got, like, it's got, it's got everything. Like, it's great. And then it has two rides that are fabulous. It has the Monsters, uh, Inc., Hide and Go Seek, which is great and you like flash uh flashlight and you can see all these monsters pop up and it's great the only thing wrong with it is that the ride cars are so small mm-hmm. they're so flat and narrow it's really weird and then they have Pooh's honey hunt which is a trackless ride where you never know which route you're gonna take and i love trackless rides i think they're fascinating and genius and it's so charming it's just uh i love that ride and it's just it's 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 a it's a cool it, it's a cool park. So I like Tokyo Disneyland. I I really don't know how I would rate rate all of the like Magic Kingdom Disneylands. Like I don't know how I would rate against each other because there's Magic Kingdom in Florida, there's Disneyland, there's Disneyland Paris, and there's Tokyo Disneyland. And I would really have to sit down with like a pros and cons list and go, oh my god, which one is better? Yeah, that would be really hard because obviously Disney World was the first one I ever went to. Yeah, it's like. It has the nostalgia, but I get that, like, Disneyland's the original one, but the castle's My... a lot smaller, and I love mm. the castle at Disney yeah. World, especially when it was a Disneyland big, big Paris castle. is the best castle, though, because it's got the dragon underneath. That's I true. I love that castle. I haven't been there yet. Um, my main issue with Disneyland, I think Disneyland has some of the best rides because it's got some of the classic rides like Mr. Toad and Pinocchio and uh, Snow White, and it's got great, great, great dark rides. There are so many dead ends and narrow walkways in the original Disneyland in California. Yeah. It gets really crowded really fast. It's and you can you just like have to go back. You like have to double back. Meanwhile, in most of the other parks that were built later, there are oops. In most of the other parks that were built later, there are roundabout ways to get places, and I just think that's so much better. Are you trying to find these statues still? Yes, I found it. Are you sending it to me? Do you want to see a picture of it? Yes, because I need to know if I saw it or not. Okay. I would try to pronounce it, but I feel like I would... I'll, I'll do it if I see it. Well, I'm also really bad at reading Romaji. If it was in... Not Romaji. Romaji is uh, when you write out something in Japanese that uh, is written in English characters, or like the phonetic alphabet. Um, 
and I can't read it because every time I look at it, I, I, I can't, I just can't do it. But if something's written in hiragana or katakana, and sometimes kanji, I did not see this. No, I didn't. Sanju Sangendo. Sanju Sangendo. I don't think I saw this. How big are these? They're, they're not huge. They're probably like one or two feet taller than like a normal, like than I was. Oh, that's not so bad though. No. no I have to be able to like, cr- if I have to like crane my neck up and like something like. Is, okay. To, like, Maybe this one freaked you out. It's just the fact that there's so many of them. That's kind of eerie. <laughs> what does it say? A thousand of them, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I didn't go here. Where did I go? I think Ethan and I went somewhere else. But I definitely did not go here. But yeah, it's like directly across from the Kyoto National Museum. Yeah, that's how I found it. I just typed in Kyoto National Museum and then went down the street. Oh, man, Kyoto was a disappointment. I'm going to cut that. I'm not keeping that. <laughs> um, what's the decom mission for this week? Oof. Um, I don't know. I kind of want to sit down and rank my the parks I've been to in order now. Maybe that's, that's the mission. Fun. If you've been to the Disney parks, multiple of them, rank them. See how your list is. I had a list back in the day, but the parks change so much that I feel like it's an ever-evolving ranking yeah, list. Yeah, it's hard. Mine always change. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I feel like there was something I talked about earlier. Mm. I mean, just watch a ride through of Sinbad. What is it? <laughs> Do Sinbad's. it. Adventure is Sinbad's Storybook Voyage. Hmm. I thought yours was going to be a uh, watch Key and Peel. <laughs> Oh, actually, that's better. Is that what? This okay. is a bonus is that one. What it was? Thank you. That's exactly what I was okay. thinking. Of. Yes, go and watch either one or both. Hopefully both, but preferably first watch the uh, astronomy club uh, sketch. I cannot say what the sketch is actually called, but if you if you search astronomy club uh, magical black person, you'll find it. Uh, and then I don't remember what the key and peel one is called. Key and peel. It's the same. It's the same name. They're called basically. Uh, they're not. They're not the exact same titles, but it's the same magical black person. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be able to find it. I'm sure. Yeah, you'll find, find it. But they're great. They're both great. I believe the the key and peel one is probably on YouTube. The astronomy one I think is also on YouTube. But if they're it's great. not, it's on Netflix. He said right. Yeah, Keen Peels, I think, is on, is on Hulu or HBO Max or something. Yeah, one um, of those yeah, streaming those. services. Yeah. There's too many. <laughs> There's just too many. Uh, cool. Next week is a movie. Uh, a DCOM. It sure in is. In fact. Uh, and it is... Uh, it is... Go figure! <laughs> that's uh, not even... That's the name of the movie. It's not me just going, hey, go yeah, figure. go figure. It's, it's a movie. <laughs> I have never seen Go so Figure. So I guess it's going to be figure skating, right? Yes. Yes, it will be. All right. Yeah. Um, more sports. <laughs> more sports! Speaking of figure skating, totally forgot the fact that the Winter Olympics are already coming up this winter. Oh, yeah! Yeah, because Weird. the Summer Olympics were delayed a year, and it's already, like, a short gap between Summer and Winter Olympics. So weird. I always think yeah. it's so good. Like, just put them in the, put them in the next year. Make them start in, like, December yeah. of the... Of the uh, that's I was just reading my the paper, and they're like, oh, we're getting ready for... Or they lit the torch. And I'm like, what? Where are they? Like, Where so are they early? happening? I think Athens. I think they're going... Now I have to look this up and... Athens, Greece or Athens, Georgia? Oh, Athens, Georgia. <laughs> They've Athens, been in, Greece, in Athens, Georgia, I'm pretty sure. Athens, Georgia. I'm probably stupid and it was probably Atlanta and I'm just being dumb. Georgia Olympics? Oh, oh, Beijing? oh. Ha ha, ha 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 ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 1996, the Olympics were in Athens, Georgia. I was right. Good job. Apparently, they're going to be in Beijing. Again? 
They just had the I mean, summer the Olympics summer there, was what, 2008? Yeah. No, well, I have to look this up. Why were they lighting... Do they light the torch in Athens every time? I don't know how this works. Probably because it's Greek. Yeah, probably. They start there. I don't know They're how They're not allowed works. to be in Greece because they were in Greece <laughs> for so many years. I gotta look this up. Now I feel like I'm like, what did I read? Why was I reading it? I, I don't know what you read, Sarah. I don't know what you've been reading. I don't even know Protests you could in read. Athens as Beijing prepares for games. Flame. Flame. Game flame. Game flame. China lit its Olympic flame. Aha! After the ceremonial torch arrived from Athens. So they uh, must light it in Athens every Olympics just to start the games and then it I makes guess. its way to whatever country is hosting. It's still weird. Sports. Must be like three months. I don't know anything about something. it. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, I guess the Olympics are happening. Uh, we'll see you next week for Go Figure. Go Go Figure! figure. (laughs) Bye. Bye!